Welcome to the Ben and Walker Movie Show. I am your co-host, Ben Davis, joined by my other co-host, Walker Holt, and we're excited to have a conversation with you about one of our favorite things in the world, movies. If this is your first time being here with us, welcome. We are so glad to have you, and while you're here, be sure to smash that subscribe button so you can stay up to date with all the latest content that we have for you guys. And if you enjoy your time with us today... Please leave us a like, share us around, and comment down below with your thoughts on today's show. Uh, This is our weekly show where we break down movies and TV news that interest us, uh, discuss trailers, and talk about some things that we've been watching. And since this is our our first show of the the new year, there's a lot that we've been watching. We've had quite a bit of a break um, but before we get to all that, Walker, how you doing, man? It's good it's to good, see you. Good to see you. It's been a while. Uh, it feels yes. good to be back on the air. And uh, <laughs> new year, new pod, new us. We're gonna um, same us. It's same us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, had a great Christmas. Watched a lot of Christmas movies. Watched a lot of non-Christmas movies. Um, had. Fan, we hosted Christmas. I talked about that a little bit last year before we we took a break. Um, went well, successful. Good. Um, everyone came and left happy. Um, ate good food, gave good gifts, enjoyed enjoyed ourselves. Um, New Year's was fun. I've kind of, I'm kind of on a kick now. I'm on a health kick. Oh, um, aren't we all? Yeah, I, I this is pretty new for me. I mean, I'm I'm not. Um, yeah, I mean, I this is kind of embarrassing to put out there in in, uh, in the world, but I I mean, if you took hey, it's, me, it's your fitness journey, man. There's no shame or no, no need to be embarrassed about anything. Well, I mean, if you took me a year, if you took me 14 months ago, okay, I mean, I probably never, I'd never read like a nutritional label in my life, never cared, never, uh, no real idea. Like, if you were like, how many calories do you have in a day? It's like I don't know. People say 2,000. <laughs> it could have been 10,000. I have no clue. <laughs> I mean, it was all, I mean, it was, it was, I had no idea, never paid attention, never cared. It was never a priority to me. Um, and then when I was, you know, I was going to get married or when I caught me, I was at this time, 15 months ago, I was getting married soon. And I was like, well, I definitely want to like lose some weight for the wedding, for the photos and stuff. And, and I kind of went on a kick of doing this and that to try to head down a healthier path in my life. And, uh, I was like, well, I'll, I'll lose some weight for the wedding for the pictures, and uh, and I did, and I and I mean, in about three months, I lost like thirty pounds, um, quite a bit, and pretty quickly, and uh, it's impressive. Uh, I, uh, I really all I did was I was like. I just read the calories. I just learned what they were. You know what I mean? And I was like, did you have like right. an app that that you like? kept track no, of not, 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 not at this point not at all no i mean all i did was my, my goal at that point was i just want to be aware of it so like i mean i knew it would create guilt and create like a awareness and like you know some value and some I just, accountability like, yeah, yeah like i mean like I would, the, the apps make it pretty easy like chick-fil-a app or something like i'll read what i normally eat and i'm like god you know like, and then you it's easy to make swaps because you're like <laughs> oh my normal meal at chick-fil-a is 2100 cal oh my god you know what i mean and you can be like well, I could easily swap that for diet. I could swap that for something else. And this, some, oh, now we got it to 1300. You know what I mean? And then it was like, then it became like a game kind of, of what I could, the best 
value I could get in the meal, you know? And yeah. I found like a meal at Chick-fil-A I liked, a meal at Kava I liked, and then a couple other things that I ended up just putting on repeat and just eating over and over and over again. And I just, and I, I was not counting calories. So I was eating and drinking stuff in between that I wasn't paying attention to. But in general, my main stuff was lower and I lost a lot of weight quickly. And then I got married and that kind of felt like a finish line and I crossed it and I just gained it all back. I mean, it came yeah, that's right what happens, back. man. That's what happens um, if you, if you work toward a goal and then you just stop and you don't yeah. maintain it, it's yeah, it comes back and it, then it comes back with a vengeance. Yeah. And it, and it, and it, I didn't even really like notice it until October time. I mean, I knew I wasn't where I was at the wedding time, but October time I, I hurt my back playing softball, yeah, which, which that. still hurts. Yeah. Um, and then went through Halloween candy. Like it was drugs. I um, went through Thanksgiving. And all of a sudden by that point, you know, we talked about it last last year now it, uh, that it was like, ah, it's just not the right time. I'm going to get on it on January 1st. But now I am being very meticulous and counting every, I'm counting, keeping up with calories and protein. I also, I've reintroduced new characters, protein, sugar, and fiber just to kind Ooh, of, nice. just to kind of, um, you know, just people around me are educating me. My brother-in-law is a personal trainer or he's like a director of personal trainers. And then, um, my, uh, you know, our friend Cody has given me some advice. Oh yeah. Um, and he's, um, very smart. We, we, we've, uh, just gotten a lot of information and we've reintroduced protein to like, keep me full during these times. And like now it's turned into like how, how much protein bang can I get for my calorie buck? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I spent 700 calories on that meal. How much protein did I get out of it? You know? And I'm to keep yeah. me full throughout the now day. They say usually it's, one gram per pound of body weight. But if you have like, if you're trying to lose weight, it should be the goal that you're striving to hit the protein intake, or you can do it like I do um, because I know my fat percentage. You can do one gram per pound of a lean muscle mass, um, which is what I'm, I'm currently doing right now. I'm much like yourself. I'm trying to lose some weight. I got up to about two fifteen which is heavy for me. I'm trying to get down to about 190, see how yeah. I feel. And if I can feel like I could probably get down to five more pounds, I will. And then I will start building back up to, I get to about 205, 210 more lean. Yeah. And then I will do a bodybuilding show. My next one, which <laughs> I'm aiming to do or start prep in 2025 around this time next year. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, uh, but that's about one. it, man. It's just been, it's just been, I've been on that kick this new year. I've been exercising in the mornings, which is, is tough. You know, we were just talking about you exercising in the mornings. It's, I, I'm not going to bed any earlier and I'm waking up earlier. My sleep starting to get hurt. I need to go to bed earlier. It's sleep, just so hard to yeah. make myself do it. Sleep is a, is a big thing, man, especially for recovery. Um, set like a time go to bed um make sure you get at least you know your what is it your nine hours they say usually yeah i think eight i mean i've been getting like six like under seven lately and yeah. uh, and i think i need at least probably eight um i i mean i'm just sore and also i, I i've been doing the apple fitness on the tv that hooks like up to your watch and stuff and i don't have any yeah. equipment so i've just been doing you can filter it down by like 
duration, how hard you want to work, what equipment you have. And I've said no equipment. So pretty much every exercise is core and legs every time or like <laughs> interval training. So like my legs, my ass, my core, my back are killing me. <laughs> my and legs. It, <laughs> my back, yeah, sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> so I, 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 from Spencer, our other friend, we, uh, I just borrowed some 10 pound dumbbells. I might get some, like some upper, I might try to break up the, the same thing because I, I I think I need some more recovery because I mean yeah, I, I can't get my socks on in the morning. Yeah, you need to you need to build up the volume um, for your legs. You can't. It's like you're not gonna grow. You're not gonna get any anything of value out of tr- your training if you are constantly training that one body part. The body part needs rest. Yeah. So how was your Christmas? It was great. Um, had a had a wonderful time. Uh, just stayed here. Um, Zoe's Christmas was very cool. It was very special. This was like her first year, like realizing that Santa Claus came and and everything <laughs> like that. And it was it was really nice. I had recorded like a like a ten minute video of her waking up in the morning and then her walking out and seeing everything and. It was really cool. And she, like every kid, got overwhelmed, you know, and it took her about two days to open up every present. Um, <laughs> but because she would open one thing and she would get hyper fixated on that one thing and then she would mm. open another one. Um, it was really, really cool. Um, New Year's was fun. Didn't do anything too crazy on New Year's. Um my my uh, in-laws came up, Amy and Larry, had a great time with them, always do. Um, watch the Ohio State game. I am unfortunately just really bad luck when I watch Ohio State play with uh, Larry, my father-in-law. It is they lose. Every time him him and I get together and watch <laughs> Ohio State, they always lose. And it I, I think I'm just bad luck. I think I think that's what it is, and I'm I'm very sorry, Larry, if you're listening to this. <laughs> um, but yeah, had had a wonderful time on New Year's. We just um, we watched Adam Sandler rom coms, hmm. so that that was fun. That was fun, and and it drank and I well I drank a little bit. I didn't drink too much. Um, had had me a dragon's milk. That's usually my go to. Um, dragon's milk and then a couple couple Guinness, because I, I like Guinness too. But yeah, man, uh, holidays are great. Got the collector's edition of uh, Avatar The Way of Water. Watched the the special edition uh, or the special features, all of them on that. That was really, really cool to see nice. what all went into to making that movie. Maybe one day we'll do a we'll do a deep dive on it. Um, but yeah, it was, did you, it was did you watch the movie again? No. Well, actually, yes. Yes, I did. We watched it <laughs> on New Year's Eve before we watched The Wedding Singer and uh, 50 First Dates. Nice. We just kind of had it on in the background, and uh, yeah, it was really cool. Throw back to my first episode. Yeah, man. About a year ago. Stay after Christmas. We recorded it. Yep. It It was so good, we had to go back and we had to just change the show. You you changed the dynamic of the show with that episode, man. You were you were so good. Um, but Walker, enough about us. Let's get into some news here. We only because listen, we only have like one news item that we're gonna cover. There's been a lot of news that's come out, but 
there is just so much that we've watched. We we limited it to just uh, one news story, so we can get into giving you guys our thoughts on the the new movie, new movies and stuff that we've seen. Um, but this 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 news that we are discussing today is it's a big deal, man. It's a big deal. It's the Mandalorian and Grogu, and they're headed to the big screen. This is coming from StarWars.com. Um, they they're the the people that broke this. Uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu are embarking on a new adventure to the movie theaters directed by John Favreau and produced by Favreau, Kathleen Kennedy and Dave Filoni. The Mandalorian and Grogu, which is I'm, I'm assuming will be the title of it, will go into production in 2024. So this year, that's a big turnaround. Uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu will lead Lucas's Lucasfilm's ongoing feature development slate, including Films helmed by Charmaine Obey Chinoy, James Mangold, and Dave Filoni, who is currently developing Ahsoka Season 2 among those and the works. And I know there was some confusion. I've seen some people saying, well, is this movie replacing uh, Dave Filoni's movie? And it's like, no, read further down the article. They clearly state Dave Filoni's movie is still in active development. Um Besides, I mean, he's like the creative honcho over there now, so I'm pretty sure they're not going to axe his movie. Um, it also yeah, stated, good. it also should be stated that in Deadline, um, at present, the fourth season of this hit TV series is also still in development. So there's still kind of some some up in the air on season four of Mandalorian. But what are your thoughts on this? I mean, it's awesome, and 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 exactly what you just said. Uh, it's good news to know it's not replacing anything. It's a new thing. Like we're still getting Filoni's mm-hmm. Avengers movie, whatever you're gonna. Call, I don't know, I'm gonna call it the Avengers movie, but you know what I'm saying. The, uh, yeah. the climactic event between yeah. all of the the simultaneous shows. What has been um, dubbed the Filoni verse? Um, it seems like we're we're all the other movies that we expect to happen are going to happen. Um, I like hearing, I mean, it's going to be great. I mean, Mandalorian's awesome. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite, uh, star Wars shows. And I'm trying to think is definitely top three for me. It, it, it might be top two. Um, and maybe number one, I don't know. Uh, I love Andor too. And, uh, and I like to soak a lot. Um, but I, 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 I also glad that it seems like we may still be getting more show out of it too. I just love, they said that this story would, will, will make sense on the big screen. Like as a, as a movie, they like to yeah. tell this story. Well, the, the way I look at it is this, like it's still like kind of up in the air. If we're going to get that season four or this is replacing season four. It's not really clear in this uh, article um, that dropped um, deadlines hearing that they're still moving forward. I, that would be weird to do the movie and then go back to the TV show. I know X files did it, um, but that to me, that feels weird. Um, so you, you think that the, the movies going to be the end of the Mandalorian series. And then I don't think it'll be the end of the series. I think it's, I think, if you look at the end of season three, it's kind of like the perfect bookend to the series, right? You have Mando sitting in his rocking chair 
on the front porch while while uh, Grogu's levitating frogs, you know, out of the <laughs> uh, little pond in front of in front of their house. Um, it's the perfect bookend to the series, and this kind of that ending kind of pivoted or made a way for them to take Mandalorian and put it on the big screen. Uh, and it's John Favreau doing it. And to me, what this is kind of doing is it's kind of testing the waters before they do what they seem to be doing with Dave Filoni's movie, which is the big climactic ending. They're going to do Mando on the big screen with John Favreau kind of testing the waters to see if you can actually take the TV audience that watches the Mandalorian and put them into the theater. Because that, that is a hard transition to do. People usually get conditioned to seeing when they see him on TV or anything like that. Well, this is a streaming thing. So I'm going to watch it on TV. It's hard. I'm not saying it's not impossible or it's impossible. Um, but it's a, it's a hard thing to do. And you have John Favreau who spearheaded the MCU with the first uh, outing for them. He was the first outing for live action star Wars on the big screen or not on the big screen, but you know, on the, on the TV screen for, for live action for streaming service. And now you have him taking that property onto the big screen. To me, it just seems like, you're testing the waters to see if this Filoni movie can work and earn big bucks. Cause at the end of the day, that's what you need to earn. You need to earn the money. <laughs> so I, I, I like the idea that they're taking the Mandalorian and, and putting it on the big screen. Um, I, I think John, Johnny Favs is a, an excellent director. Um, and I think he can, take because i don't think this movie is going to have a huge huge budget i would imagine it probably be about 150 million dollars or something like that Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i mean i so i i'm excited about it obviously i mean i i i want some star wars in the theater i want it bad it's been too long um i will say i did i did you know the mandalorian season three kind of got a little more Mm -hmm. Um, intentional with its like story arc and stuff. I felt like even, I mean, whether or not it was your favorite season or not, there was more of like a clear purpose to me in the season with some like weird filler stuff in the middle there. I understand. But before that, I felt like there was, they really found that good balance of uh, like a serial show. Like a, I mean, like a, not quite this, but almost where you could put on any given episode and like not need to know what's going on and like watch the adventures of Mandalorian and Grogu that, that week, you know what yeah. I mean? Like a, like a Saturday morning type show. And, and they kind of balance that really well with the overarching story arc and progression. And, and I mean, eventually you're going to have to drive the story. You're going to have to, have, to satisfy star Wars fans. You're going to have to push a, um, like a, like a narrative for it. But, um, so I will miss that if we're done with it, but, um, I'm overall, I'm very excited. Um, I, uh, mentioned the title is interesting. It's fine. Um, the Mandalorian and Grogu. I like I the title. I know, I know I've heard some people say it's not that good, but I mean, yeah. the Mandalorian and Grogu, I mean, you got to put Grogu in the title. That's like, 
the selling point right there. Everyone loves Grogu. Yeah. My wife only watches the Mandalorian because of sure. Grogu. You know? Yeah, I get that. I love Grogu. I, uh, and I also, you know what it, it doesn't do is it doesn't give anything away. No, it doesn't. You can't call it, it like the rise of the Mandalorian or the rock. Like, like there would be so much like, <clears throat> or whatever people would be just theory time all over the place. So they're like, so this is clearly going to be about Grogu being like Padawan. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm interested to see because, you know, this year we have two Star Wars live action um, series coming. We have the Acolyte. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is dropping first. I'm not. I'm not real sure. And I'm then, pretty uh, sure that's that's the first live action on the docket right now. I mean, there, I think there might be a, a an animated series before that coming out. Like the yeah, the ju- the, you, you got the final skeleton? season of ske- uh, well, you got skeleton crew coming out. I think is supposed to come out in December, and that's the one with Jude Law as mm-hmm. like some type of space pirate. Which sign me up for Jude Law being a space pirate. <laughs> that sounds sick. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but no, um, you got the acolyte and then you're supposed to have the final season of, uh, the bad batch, I think. Yeah. And, uh, there might be tales. I think there's going to make it, there's going to be another young Jedi one. I don't know if it'll be Ahsoka and, uh, Dooku again, but, um, I think maybe I'll pick two new people. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, um, yeah, but yeah, I'm. If you have you have those series coming out, so you have Acolyte, which is kind of its own thing. It's set like a hundred years before Phantom Menace, and then you have uh, Skeleton Crew, which is connected to this like the same timeline of of stories and events. So like the Filoni verse, if you want to call it that. Okay. Um, they scrapped then, Rangers: The New Republic, didn't they? Yeah. It, they scrapped okay. it. And then uh, I don't know like if we're going to get the Mandalorian and Grogu. And then that's supposed to be what was supposed to be like season four. And then you get Ahsoka season two. And then you get Dave Filoni's movie, maybe. Uh, yeah. So you get a movie, no more, TV show, movie. That would be kind of cool. No um, more Book of Boba Fett. He, if if I had to guess, he will probably play a part in the Mandalorian and Grogu. Him and uh, maybe Cobb Vanth. Yeah, that'd be I'm cool. a sucker for Cobb Vanth. I, I I like Timothy Oliphant a lot. So it's so funny, you know those those two episodes. I mean i I was a pretty big Book of Boba Fett hater. Um, you don't say. Well, now there was cool stuff in it. There was cool stuff in it. I honestly, the stuff like the the. I, I I'm just a child. I mean, I, I'll get I'll get sucked out of stuff pretty quick. Like the I hate the '50s thing. Hated it. <laughs> you hate like the, uh, the the uh, the the uh, bikers. Vespas? Yeah, I I did not like that at all. Vespa Vespa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, loved Black Chrysanthemum. I mean, I'm not necessarily. I mean, I love the the design of him. I thought he was a cool character. I love the huts on the thing. That was fun. Um, I like Boba Fett, and I I, I like the explanation on him uh, surviving. Uh, but I mean, though it was, I mean, I know I'm not. This is nothing new here. I don't need to talk about this. But it's mind blowing how good those those two episodes squeezed in the middle are. 
of just Mandalorian stuff. Um, yeah, they're they're great. Um, I will say, like, I don't hate Book of Boba Fett. Actually, I I enjoy it, but I do mm-hmm. understand the criticisms of it. Um, but yeah, the Cobb Vanth episode when he's when he pops up and that's pretty cool and where they leave him at the end of that i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with him maybe he's gonna be the fastest straw in the west kind of guy now because he's in that tank what i was gonna say though the the um cad bane loved i love cad bane anyway i think he's a great character from the enemies i mean mean, he's awesome and him and his design was awesome i thought in this and i hate how that ended but i don't know hey the thing is still blinking (laughs) <laughs> the thing on his chest is still blinking. Yeah. We'll see. So I need we'll some Star Wars. It's funny. Ahsoka just ended like three months ago or something. It already feels, it feels like it's been three years since we've had any Star Wars. Yeah. I feel like uh Titanic. It's been 84 years. <laughs> yeah. But guys, let us know in the comment section down below. Are you excited for the Mandalorian and Grogu or are you not? Um, what do you think Lucasfilm is planning here? Um, I don't really know. So let us know, guys. Um, Walker, let's move on to what are we watching? A lot. Yeah, we both are watching an awful lot. Do you want me to go first or you want to go first? Um, you go, you go first. You got, you got a, a good bit uh, more, I think, than I do by myself. Yeah, I have, so I have quite a bit. Um, Let's see. I will start off. I'm going to go with Rebel Moon first because that was one of my most anticipated movies of the year last year. Uh, Very Zack Snyder fan. Have you have I have we talked about it at all or not really? Not at all. Not at all. Um, So as guys, as you people who listen to this podcast should know, I am a huge Zack Snyder fan. I love his work. Um, there's only been one movie of his that I have not enjoyed, and that was Sucker Punch. Um, it's still a gorgeous looking movie. There's uh, say what you want about Zack Snyder, man does not make bad looking movies. All his movies look great. Um, just didn't love Sucker Punch. Uh, Rebel Moon, I was real pumped about it. Uh, been a, really hyped about it, you know, because it's. Zack Snyder doing his pitch on like Star Wars for his own original idea. Right. And uh, I was pumped about it and the trailers look great. Um, I was really excited to see what he could do with like what you would call like an adult Star Wars. Right. But Mm -hmm. I was really let down by it. I was really, really let down by it. Um, once again, it is beautifully shot. I love the slow-mo. I, I thought all of that was great. I thought the world building was interesting and there was a lot of creative aspects when it came to that. But aside from that, the characters are paper thin. And the movie is incredibly repetitive. It is very much, you know, um, Seven Samurai, Magnificent Seven kind of thing where we got to get the the band together to take on, you know, this, yeah. this, this, you know, 
imperialistic army, this threat, right? And it it starts out pretty interesting, but then all of a sudden it's like repeating itself. It's let's find somebody. Will you join our team? No. Action scene happens. Will you join our team? Yes. And it repeats that until you get to the <laughs> end. And there's no character work. There's it's. I felt hollow watching it. It just felt like empty noise. And I say that as someone who I love Zack Snyder. I'm a huge fan of his work. Um, as I've said many times already, uh, it just, it felt hollow. It felt hollow, man. And I, I was, I was real, real disappointed by it. Um, yeah, I was, I was really disappointed by it. And the way the movie ends too, it's like, I can yeah, I guess we're going to have to watch the second one. Now. I'm already committed, you know? <laughs> um, and then they also did this stupid thing where they're doing a director's cut of rebel moon. That's supposed to be what Zack Snyder has said, a completely different movie, which is like, why do that? You know, why do that again? It, it, it feels gonna, like, and I know it's a different well, story the, from the first time. It's a completely different story. Cause the first time it was I not know. his fault. This time it just feels like Netflix is trying to manufacture a Snyder cut movement and it completely backfired. You should have just released his version of the movie, the director's cut of the movie first, instead of doing this, edited down PG 13 version that still isn't very family friendly. You know, like I, I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the reasoning behind it. And I was just, I was really disappointed by it, man. I really, really was. This is unfortunately a, a, uh, a skip it for me. Huh? Well, that's a shame. I, I, the cast is great too. The cast is great. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm not a huge Snyder fan. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to call myself anti Snyder. I just, he's just not my style. You know, I'm not a 300 guy. I'm not a justice league guy. I'm not a, any of the, the, the trilogy of, you know, the DCU trilogy. Um, <laughs> I was looking forward to this though. I love the cast. I love like the inspiration, obviously. Um, I thought it'd be fun. So you, I assume you think I'll hate it. Oh yeah. You, you will not like it. You will, <laughs> you will actively, you will be like, hate, hate messaging me while you're watching it kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I think you should, you should skip it. As Do you think a audience. casual fan, like someone who's not like typically like has a critical eye of movies. Do you think just a casual, Hey, Oh, have you even heard of this rebel moon movie? It looks kind of fun. Like, like someone who's got like clue, like not clue, but you know what I mean? Just, just, I don't, I don't just know. a I don't, fan to watch a movie on a Friday speak, night. I don't want to speak for people. Um, um, but I don't know anyone that I would recommend this movie to. Okay. Um, I, I really don't. Um, I think if you're a Zack Snyder fan, you got to watch it. But because uh, I've heard there and, are quite a few people who really do enjoy it, um, but I I, I did not. Um, you and they are releasing a director's cut. 
Yes, they are. At some point. I don't I don't know when. I mean, why not just do it? That's so dumb. Like, especially this guy who just did it and his just his director's cut is better, yeah. is is <laughs> at least two times better than the regular cut. Some people would argue five times better than the regular cut. Um oh, it's infinitely better. They're not the um, same movie. Yeah. So I I, I I mean, this is the guy I mean, unless they intentionally did it this way that's because this is the guy yeah that's unfortunately like what i think happened here but it kind of feels like i mean i i don't know it kind of feels like you should read the room like when i hear when i read the first tweet or whatever that said like snyder says he's got his own there's another side it's like i mean my eyes have got sore from rolling them too hard like how i mean and not because I understand Justice League, I get it, but like, don't do it again. Like you, it's yeah. it's it either looks like a money hungry, just lame it's move a- from Netflix, or yeah. it looks like, dude. Every time this movie, if the movie was good, would you have said that? I don't, you know, like uh, I understand it's 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 just the 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 optics. I understand the. Justice League was a different scenario. It was far more tragic. It wasn't his fault. It was out of his hands. It was a different movie. I understand all of that, but it just the optics of it, like again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and it this one feels more intentional um, and purposeful. Less, less. Uh, it doesn't feel organic. Yeah, it doesn't help too that like everyone's trying to hop on that train, David Ayer Listen, and like, it, we're just like, it doesn't help guys. that. No, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying like, it doesn't help that, uh, other people are playing this game too. Like David Ayers. And it's like, it's like, you know, like, well, oh, mine's better. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he is, he said he's, he's letting it go. He doesn't want to mess with, um, he doesn't want to divide the audience. He wants DC to get their, they're fresh, new, new sea legs, if you will. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about something uh, <laughs> involving some sea legs later with uh, DC. But yeah, moving on shame. to something slightly better, Candy Cane Lane. I thought this was cute, man. Uh, Carly and I watched this as we were we were putting up Christmas decorations. Um, I had a, I had a good time with it. It was cute. It was cute. I like. I don't know what else to say other than it was cute. It was funny. Is a good Christmas movie. Uh, I'd give it like a, like a like a solid go see it. Like a, it's solid. It's cute. It's fun. I might I might revisit it. I love Eddie Murphy. Um, okay. Thought, thought add it to the list. Add it to the rotation next year. I'm trying Indeed. to really perfect my rotation. I know that sounds so lame, but I'm trying to uh, my Christmas. When I've, you say got... perfect your rotation, do you mean like? You have to watch these movies in a certain order. No, no, no. I just mean I want. I'm trying to like create my like a list of of the movies I never want to like miss. Like every year, I want to watch these movies. You know what I mean? And right now, it's That's about fair. ten. It's pretty high. I mean, but I'm a movie that guy. Is... But it's. Um, I mean, the, I, I mean, yeah. But I, I mean, it's to be fair. It's my. It's aunt, me and my wife. So my wife has some that she wants on the a list that I don't necessarily want on my list, but, and there's some that I want on mine that she doesn't want on hers, which, you know, compromises it. But, uh, um, but I mean, and then, then kind of, uh, uh, I have a list of like, 
I've never seen it, but it's fun. It's a, it's a fun experiment to do. It just makes you watch more Christmas movies. And I and I'm 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 a sucker for Christmas lately. I'm I'm just not lately my whole life, but I'm I'm I want to really get in the spirit and like watch Christmas movies all the time. And uh, got um, you, Mister Gr- Griswold. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'll, I'll, I should add this to the to the try it out next year. I think so. I think so. Should I just watch it in May. Don't do that. You could watch it. <laughs> you could watch it in June. June June twenty fifth. Yeah. Halfway Christmas. Um, next movie I watched. I think we talked a little bit about this. Um, Family Plan. It's the Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah. iTunes movie. Um, this movie is exactly what you think it is. Yeah. It is exactly what you think it is. You can predict this movie, like plot point by plot point, line by line. It is every family action comedy you have ever seen just put together in one movie. It's very forgettable. Um, I didn't like hate it, but it's, it's forgettable. Um, so it's like a skip it for me. Yeah. I, I, that one, that one, whenever we talked about the trailer, that one, I, I, that one felt like six movies I'd seen before. Yeah, it's it's exactly those six movies. Yeah. Um, this one was one that I was I was really intrigued by, um, because I saw the trailer and I was like, oh my god, this this speaks to like this inner childhood fear that I had. Uh, Night Swim. Right. Uh, the A twenty four or is that Blumhouse? That's Blumhouse. It's mildly successful, I would say. And in its attempt, I, I know it's not it didn't get great critical reviews. Um, in fact, I think it I think it I don't know what the Rotten Tomatoes score is sitting at for it, but I, I thought it was it. I thought it was mildly successful and entertaining. It's a dumb movie. Like, don't get me wrong. It, it is a dumb movie. There's nothing really scary about it. Um, there is some real funny lines in it that I think are not intentional and <laughs> then there's some real funny lines in it that i think are intentional uh it's very much the same vein as something like amityville horror where like something's wrong with the house in this case it's something's wrong with the pool and it's a haunted pool <laughs> that spoiler alerts for the movie is built on like a um i, I you know what i don't want to give it away but point being is that it is a haunted pool there's no malevolent force. It's just a haunted pool. So the it's pool a, is haunted. The critic score is twenty four percent. Audience is forty two. Makes sense. It makes sense. This is like the movie that you put on on Halloween night, where it's like the middle of the night, and everyone's feeling like kind of buzzed, and everyone <laughs> yeah. and everyone wants like a good laugh. This is the movie that you put on. It's enjoyable. I would give it like a rent it. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a good movie. I don't think it's terrible either. Cause I was entertained by it. Um, yeah, I, I thought the performances in it were, were pretty good, especially from, uh, Wyatt Russell. I liked him a lot. Um, which I, I like him a lot anyway. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. <laughs> 
I, I give it a ring. It seems like it's bait. I mean, it's built on a, a fear. I mean, I, I wasn't as I didn't have this fear like you, you said, but it feels like every other people or person I've talked to, it's like a common fear, like what you can't see below the pool, the dark part of the mm-hmm. pool, like it that like that's just freaks people out. And I've never I, I feel like I'm the odd man out that never really experienced that. Maybe I didn't do a lot of night swimming, but I uh, I can imagine that being scary. But other people are like, oh, yeah, dude, that's I was big on when I when I was young, the dark end of the hallway, like when I'd look out the bedroom and I could just see down the hallway till it got dark and I'd have to like jump across to my parents' room. That would freak me out. Yeah, I, I had a, a similar fear. Uh-huh. I thought I was I thought it was the crocodile from Peter Pan when I was real young. I thought he was down there waiting for me. The crocodile from Peter Pan was hilarious, man. Uh, kind of reminds me I of was... Baloo a little bit. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. but uh i don't know i was probably like three or four though and at that point it was kind of scary yeah i mean this kind of plays into that like again i I don't think this movie's good i don't i don't think it's bad it's like like i said i think it's like the perfect halloween movie that you put on on halloween night kind of in the middle of the party when everyone's feeling buzzed before everyone before you turn on like the big movie you know of the night or something like that like this this is it's solid it's enjoyable i'd give it like a a solid rent it um but from here on out we'll we'll enter into some movies that i think are good but i i have some thoughts on especially one of them that i'm very interested to talk about with you um but this is not that movie uh color purple um so the original one by steven spielberg is, is a really good movie i think um uh, i just contra- watched it for the first time last week it's controversial to some people and i understand why um but i i, I enjoyed it um this however you know it was interesting to me that you were going to take such a a a dark movie in parts and insert music into it like how are you going to to make that work how are you going to make that work that seems really hard like sure you have Les Miserables and Sweeney Todd that are dark but this there's just something about it that it's 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 really really dark and uh man they make it work I thought this movie was beautiful um from beginning to end, I thought this movie was a triumph. I, I really did. I think this is, you know, score it, must see. Um, the musical numbers are fantastic. They are fantastic. Now, I will say, you know, the subject matter of the film in certain parts is very dark. Um, so some of the music feeling as upbeat in some parts kind of tonally feels a little off. And there's sometimes with certain characters, uh, you don't get as much as you would want to when it comes to uh, fleshing out their each uh, individual uh, things that they go through in the film. But those are nitpicks and an overall really good movie. Like this is a this is a really really good movie. I thought the performances were incredible. 
Cool. I'm excited to see it. That's my next movie that I want to see in theaters. Yeah, you're you're right a, you're a song and dance guy too, man. So like you yeah. need to see this. Yeah. You would love it. I um so I had not seen the original until last week. I watched it and uh, I liked it. It was good. Um I will say similarly though, my biggest issue with it was the t- inconsistent tone because there's some goofy um almost slapstick stuff that happens in the original as well. In such mm-hmm. a dark movie, they'll change the tone and like, um, you know, Danny Glover's son Harpo will like fall through the roof and like, then fall through again. And he's just like, kind of, and it's like, yeah. and I imagine the thought process was to lighten the mood in 1985 for an otherwise very like hard to watch type of movie about such a dark matter, dark, dark uh, topic. And, um, and they would throw in these weird, but to me, it just, it didn't work that well. I mean, it, it was a great movie. I don't mean it's not a good movie, but that, that part of it made me feel, I didn't love it. I wish you, they would kind of commit one way or the other and probably to the dark way and not the funny way. Um, you know, um, but I, 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 but it sounds like this might work a little better in that regard, but yeah, I, I obviously I, I like the music and I, and I love the cast. I, the, the cast is great. You know, my, my, the movie is feel, uh, filled with great performances, whether it's uh, Taraji P. Henson, uh, Danielle Brooks is awesome in this. Uh, she was in Peacemaker. You'll recognize her from Peacemaker. She is. Yeah, she's also in Orange is the New Black and fantastic yeah. in that, too. She's wonderful. She's a good actress. She's a really good actress. Um, I haven't I haven't seen Orange is the New Black, but I remember her being a huge standout in Peacemaker, and she's a, a big standout here as well. Um Coleman Domingo, man, again, in a supporting actor is a stacked category this year. And he is, man, he is so good. He is so good in this. Um, I haven't seen the, the other movie that he's getting, um, a lot of praise for. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my watch list. Um, didn't didn't have time to get to it. Um, uh, Rustin, I, Rustin, yes, but I, I will go see it. But Fantasia B- Barino, man, you did you ever watch American Idol back in the day? No. Okay, so she I, won one of like the first couple of seasons, and mm-hmm. she was she was a terrific singer. Uh, and in this movie, she soars too because she has to play. There's this. The moment at I will just I won't say anything, but the moment at the dinner table, man, when she and yeah, when she cuts. That's my favorite part of the movie. Dude, I got chills. I was like multiplying. Yeah, yeah, I was (laughs) like so awesome. She was so, so, so good. Um, Yeah, I, I love this movie, man. Like I. I went to the theater because I'm I'm not a really big musical guy. Like there's some musicals that I, I really like, um, mm-hmm. but this musical really really worked for me. Um, I really love the color purple. It, it, yeah, it's a must see. Um, Walker, you need to you need to go check it out, man. I think you would really oh. dig it. I bought a ticket to it yesterday. Um, not I mean I have the pass through Regal, but I I reserved a seat and paid fifty cents or whatever I have to do, and. Uh, and then I, I my washer machine broke. Um, oh, you're still Christmas. having trouble with it. Well, 
eagle-eared view, ear, eagle-eared listeners will be like, no, Walker, you said your dryer broke, not your washer. No, that was my dryer that broke before Thanksgiving. Now my washer broke before Christmas, and I hate everything. Um, and it's been a nightmare to fix it. <laughs> I hate uh, everything. <laughs> and I mean, I it's I I'm not going to get into how much of a pain it is to work on it and replace it. Um, and I'm trying to buy a new one. And I'm really like doing Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that to try to buy it. And like people, I found a great deal on some new ones, and we reserved a time. And I was like, you know, like I'm available. I can come pick them up now if you're ready. She's like, oh, tomorrow's better. It's like, all right, and then. I'll be there at 11. And then 20 minutes later, she was like, these have been sold. Sorry. It's like, Oh my God, I want to, I hate you. And then, um, uh, but then last night, um, I got scammed on Facebook marketplace. Like I'm a hundred years old. I got scammed by somebody. I, uh, I mean, people are probably going to say, wow, you're an idiot. But I, uh, I found this great deal on a, on a washer and dryer. I mean, now it's turned into like, I need to buy both just, so they like fit together and can stack and stuff. Um, I found this great deal and I said, uh, like, you know, and it said, ask about delivery if needed or delivery available. And I was like, you know, like, would you, I was by myself and I was like, could you deliver it? What would you charge? And they're like, it'd be 30 bucks. And I was like, oh, well that's, yeah, that's fair. You can, I'll, I'll pay you $30 to deliver it to me. And, uh, they were from a town North of here. Just, one or two towns up, um, maybe like a 30 minute drive. And we agreed on a time. We talked about the place. I mean, we had this long conversation and then they were like, if you don't mind, could you, could you pay the delivery fee before I drive? Just because I don't want to like, I didn't pay for the washer and dryer, but I just sent her the $30 before, before the delivery. Yeah. My wife's like, God, why, what are you doing? (laughs) But I was like, it's just, it made sense. I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't want her to risk like going to someone she doesn't know his house and, and, and me not be there. I guess that in hindsight, that doesn't make sense. Like what would I be, where would I be? I mean, what benefit would that give me? Right. Um, so I sent her 30 bucks and then she just never showed up, deleted her Facebook. And I was like, God, you went did a lot there for that 30. <laughs> you like, serves her bucks, better man. than me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, so, oh, anyway, I canceled my movie. I was going to see Color Purple, and I was like, oh, no, I finally found a washing machine. I'll wait here, well, it's and funny. she's going to meet her. You mentioned canceling a movie. I had to do that exact same thing this week. Uh, weather in the Midwest has been absolutely crazy. Right now, it is fuck you cold. Like, it is uh, so freaking cold out here. It was What's uh, the temperature? What was it last six, night? Uh, like, negative 10. Um, Dude. And then... Right now, what's that feel like the day? Honestly, like. Until the wind hits you, it's not as horrible, but when that wind hits you, it feels like it's negative 35 and then it like it takes your breath away. It's 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 awful. And then let the dogs out too. like it. It's rough, but the roads were pretty bad. And with the wind blowing as bad as it was, I had two tickets. I was going to do a double feature. I was going to go see mean girls and then the beekeeper. And now I'm going to probably go see them like tomorrow night and then Tuesday night. So respectively, huh. so, um, similar, similar thing, but instead of going to see those two movies, you know what, what movies I did check out Walker. What's up? I checked out Past Lives, which, by the way, if you want to check it out on my Voodoo, you can. You have my my info. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Um, I was wondering where that was. I think you have about 24 more hours to watch it. 
Um, but I checked it out. Uh, this is one that has been really hyped up really since I think like summer people have been talking about it as like being this great movie. Um, this great romantic movie. And I didn't really know much about it. I didn't watch a trailer for it. I kind of knew the basic plot of the story, which is uh, a childhood, like childhood, like lovebirds or soulmates, whatever you want to call it. Um, meet again when they're older and have their own separate lives. And it's kind of like this, you know, what would have happened you know, what's going to happen now that they're meeting older and there are these, these soulmates, you know, are they going to get together or are they not? Is, is, uh, Nora going to throw away her marriage? And it kind of is that, and that's what I thought it was going to be, but it's not, it's, it's something much more. It, it, you know, it's, it's a really, it's a beautiful movie. It is a beautiful movie in the sense that it takes the premise of something like that and it twists it. All the people involved, there's no bad guy. There's no person that you're rooting against. You are just watching these two people go from being, you know, these preteens and then becoming adults talking a little bit, but then pursuing their careers or one person deciding to pursue their career. Um, and then you meet them back up, you meet back up with them again. And there's this like kind of, will they won't they with their relationship? But really it's just, it's following these, these people and get telling you a story that it's like, what if, you know, it's playing this kind of like what if mm-hmm. with, with romances, you know, what if you didn't move away from Korea? What if you stayed here? What if I would have moved here? What if when we were younger, we didn't break apart? There's this tension between them, between uh, uh, Sung and Nora Um and it also creates this tension with Nora's husband, Arthur, uh, who you could like the movie could do the lazy route and make him this despicable, you know, husband. But that's not what they do. They make him kind of like a, a, a really good guy. Um, and I love how the movie plays out. And it got me thinking, you know, after the movie, it's like. Do you ever sit there and think about, you know, what led to the events of you meeting your significant other? And like, what if you did something slightly different? Would that mess hmm. with meeting who you're supposed to be or who you're supposed to end up with? And it's like, I think about that and it like makes my heart drop because it's like, oh my God, what if I did something different and I didn't meet the love of my life? You know, like it just, it, it, it makes my heart drop a little bit. Um. I thought it was beautiful. I, I, I just finished watching it today. The performances were wonderful. I loved the score. Loved the score. Um, based off the premise of it, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to watch this. This is going to be terrible. It's going to be like this guy, you know, being like wrecking up a marriage or something like that. And that's actually not what it is. It is much better. 
much more thoughtful and much more sincere than that. I, I really, really dug this movie quite a bit. Good. I'm I, that, that got me hype. I'm excited. I want to watch it. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I'm explaining that correctly. I haven't really gathered my thoughts on it a, a lot because I just did watch it, but um, I thought it was quite good. Uh, this is a must see. Is that is that getting a lot of buzz? Is what is that is that planned to get nominated? Uh, I don't know if it's planned to get nominated. It's getting some some buzz. It's getting some buzz. I'm looking at Variety's predictions, it's in the top ten. Yeah, it's getting it's getting it's, some buzz. I can see it getting nominated and stuff. It tonally, if I could compare it to anything, it reminds me a little bit of Belfast. Love Belfast. I did too. I, I I love Belfast quite a lot. This this kind of reminds me tonally, they're completely different in terms of subjects, sure. but tonally, and the score too. Like it's very atmospheric, and it's a very melancholic movie. Cool. Let me check it out. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Um, Finally, Walker. <laughs> I watched Saltburn. No. Very interested. So you um, still this is like your favorite movie of the year still? Yeah, but I mean I, I, I hope I was clear when I don't think most people are gonna feel that way. Yeah, yeah. Um I actually couldn't think of anyone in my life that I would recommend the movie to you should I mean, obviously you, you should, you should watch this with Spencer. I feel like Spencer would really love it. And I think that he would have a great time and yeah, I, I think you should really watch it with Spencer. I think this would be one of his favorite movies ever made. You think? Absolutely. Uh, he would hate it. Uh, <laughs> he would uh, hate it. Uh, um, look, what the fuck is this movie? Like seriously, I, yeah. I mean i I feel like I was just captivated by Barry Keoghan's performance. I loved Rosamund Pike in it. Who doesn't love who 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 does not love a good gray fucking? You know, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's or or drinking up some uh, some uh, some milky bath some water, milky bath, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> milky bath water um yeah yeah his uh his um water batter if you will <laughs> oh um what would you think of it uh look dude i i this is one of those movies where like how i feel about it is very much it, it reminded me of how i felt about Mitsumar. Like I can appreciate the technical aspects of this movie. I think uh, Emerald Fennell does an incredible job directing this movie. I think the performances are fantastic. Uh, Barry Keoghan is for real. He's awesome. He is such a good actor. He's so talented. I still don't know if I buy in completely on the hype of uh, his counterpart in the movie. What's his name? Jacob, um, Jacob Alordi. Jacob Alordi. I don't know if I buy into the hype of, of Jacob Alordi. 
or not yet. I thought he was fine in this. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. I haven't just on Jacob Elordi. I, I I think he. I, I mean, he's good. And have you seen Euphoria? No, because I feel like he's, I know exactly what that kind of show is, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, pretty much is. Uh, he he's he's good in it though, um, and he's good in this. And like the the, the issue with this one is, he's opposite Barry Keoghan, and he's opposite Rosamund Pike, and he just gets Rosamund Pike brings it too. She's really good. I really I really liked her performance in it a lot. I mean, but he's just I mean, and honestly, I I, I forget his name. The guy from Gran Turismo and C, he's got a, he's got a like a. A, a tough name um um but all of them really show up to work and he uh archie Medeque. yeah um but he's just bound to get kind of swallowed in that you know what i mean in that the, the, that pool of people <laughs> i haven't yeah, seen I priscilla yet either. definitely wanted to right? <laughs> um now i i, I look i think you know if the movie's goal was to make you go what the hell it very successful uh very successful i just like at the end of the day when i when i watch this movie it reminds me so much of the talented mr ripley but like a a a version that is desperately trying to do something different and for shock value for shock value's sake um, and there's a weird turn in the what's Barry uh, Keoghan's character's name in the movie. Um, Ollie Oliver, uh, Oliver, Oliver. Yeah, when Oliver like the scene where he becomes a vampire, right? Sure. Right, like the scene where you know he says, "Not by the way." If you haven't watched the movie, I don't want to spoil what that scene is for you, but he doesn't actually literally turn into the vampire. That's just something that he says in the movie. Up until that point, he's a little like devious and you can tell he's up to no good. But all of a sudden there is this big switch in his character from that scene on. And it felt like it happened really abruptly and really quickly. There was no building toward that and then after the fact it was just a series of like how can we make this movie and the audience as uncomfortable as possible and it didn't feel earned to me Um, it it didn't feel earned to me that's not to say that I don't see merit in this movie that I think it's bad I don't think this is a bad movie um, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Uh, the naked dance at the end also just felt like why. I agree with that. I think that felt why. I I agree with that. I think that was countless add on. I mean, I I mean, especially the fact that he's naked. I mean that that felt more like it didn't bother me. No, it didn't bother me um, either. But but it, it like it, in terms of like it didn't like. I don't know if it knocked points off for me, but it, 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 I liked the celebration aspect of it. I think that played, um, I love the little like jester toys in the box, the little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, when I was watching it, 
I mean, I was captivated by the the performances, the direction, mm-hmm. the 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 um, cinematography, and and yeah, how it was how and how it was shot. I thought it was beautiful and cool. I also love just like I don't know. I love the 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 rich type of like like what I thought was like poor man walking into a rich world and like. Yeah, right, but, no but what I what I what I thought was a poor man walking to a rich world and like fish out of water kind of feeling, and how like grand and and verbose this this place was. Um, I love that. I loved. Um, I mean, I, I really liked the performances, and throughout the whole thing, I'm just kind of. It feels like. It's through the first act. It just feels kind of like it's trying to be like a lot of movies, just a pretty predictable type of situation. And then in the second act, you know, it gets it gets weird and it get and like and I start to not like it a little bit. Now I'm still like drawn to the performance and I'm drawn, but I'm just like, what's happened? Like I imagine they'll explain this to me, you know what I mean? But I, I the character change is what happens and 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 um vampire also the scene where he's uh talking to rosamund pike before dinner like out in like the yard and he says like how beautiful she is and stuff like that like that all of a sudden his confidence is growing and i'm i'm just not sure like it happened what real quick yeah and i'm not sure what's happening and i'm like is he changing is he is he like getting comfortable in this house is this house changing him and i didn't like it because i didn't understand it and then we got further and further along and then I start to realize things and then I start to realize more and more unfolds and it explains it for me. And I, and I start to, for me, it landed and I just really, really liked it. And like, maybe he was just, I mean, because his not that his, he was his character wasn't changing. His performance was taking a break or his, he was like breaking character kind of in his, in terms of, oliver's character you know what i'm saying yeah um and because he was you know psychosexually attracted and you know the shock value stuff yes it is shock value stuff but honestly i it didn't affect me the way it's affecting so many people now if their goal was to be talked about uh in a polarizing way online it's blown up and i love that i love the fact that like i can watch we've been sharing some videos back and forth that like I was like, have you seen Saltburn yet? It's like, oh, it's terrible. He's like, oh, I heard it was like the best movie ever. You know, like it's so like well, it's, it's very funny. divisive. It's like the the grave scene when he like sticks his dick in the dirt. Like I was just like, like I, my only thought was like, dude, you're gonna get an infection. Like, <laughs> I stop. think it was improv. That's the thing is, he said he was <laughs> improv, and like I just imagine like. Did no one just stop him? Just go like, hey, 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 dude, dude, dude. And then Emerald Fennell's like, nah, keep the camera rolling. I <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I, I mean, the, the, the shock value stuff, uh, to me watching it was, it was gross and it was wild and shocking. But it also, I don't even know how to say it really. It felt raw to me. It felt like. It was raw. So, so deeply like. <laughs> So for for this guy who who's clearly like has this like fantastical sexual 
psychotic, like, I mean, maybe attraction towards, the, like, you know, this guy or whatever. I mean, it just felt like so deep down. Like, they just dialed in to this guy. I don't know. It, it's hard to explain what I, how I felt watching it, but it, it just made me feel a lot of stuff. And, and, and I was pretty surprised. And I was also lost, but never so lost. I was lost enough that I, kind of stopped liking it. Like I was bummed that like, Oh, this character's like not really fleshing out the way I want him to flesh out. And then the, the, as it unfolded, it explained it for me personally. Does that make sense? And it like, yeah, it, 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 made, it don't it, make sense how you feel about it. I just like, I, <sighs> and I just had so much fun with it. I understand. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I have such a hard time recommending it to people and like my mother-in-law's in town and she's like, uh, She's like, well, so what, what, what have you seen lately that you like? What's like your favorite movie of the year? I'm like, what, Lori, I can't, I can't do that one. I can't tell you that one. <laughs> like, I can't listen, do it. I can't recommend that movie to you. Listen, here's the thing. I, my only regret watching this movie, because like, I don't regret watching the movie. I thought it was fine. I thought the direction was, was great. I thought the performances are great. I just thought the material didn't land fully for me. Um, My only regret watching this movie is that I did not watch it with Carly because I would give anything to watch this movie with her to hear her commentary. It would be marvelous. It would be spectacular. Do you think she would hate it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Just, yes. just wouldn't even watch it. Just yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, she would yeah, refuse yeah. to watch it. I, I, the, it's not a, it's definitely not a Carly movie, but one that I, I regretted deeply not watching it with her because it just would have been hilarious to hear her thoughts and commentary on it, which is always fun. Cause I always, always love getting her, her thoughts and, and commentary on the stuff. Um, I'm definitely glad my, it's my getting score, to like a splash online and like people. Are it's, it's a big, like it's a big online movie uh, for me. I, I think my score is like a rent it. Cause like it, it's not, it, again, like I said, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just think it's the kind of movie that you want to watch with people just to kind of see their reaction. Unless, of course, yeah. it's your mother-in-law. Sure. <laughs> but that is that is all the things that I've seen that you haven't seen besides Saltburn. I just want to go ahead and get that out of the way before we talk about stuff that we've both seen. But before we get to that, Walker, stuff you've seen. Yeah, it's not much. I... uh I finished The Crown, um, which we had talked about the first half of the season, which pro- focuses on Princess Diana, which I thought was excellent. Second half of the season has been released, and the series has now concluded. It's over now. Um, very good. Um, obviously, since then, we've learned that um, Elizabeth Debicki has won. She won the Golden Globe for for Best Actress in a uh, limited or anthology series. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. Wait, no, no. She won it for. She won it for best actress. Or I'm best not supporting sure. actress. I'm not sure because I don't uh, keep up with the TV stuff as much. Yeah, um, I think she won it for best supporting actress um, uh, for playing for Stan. She did great. The show ended. It was it was pleasurable. It's a tough show to recommend as well. Um, absolutely, it's if you have any eye for, you know, a quality production. Um, uh, Supporting role, she won supporting role of TV actors, nice. Golden Globe. Um, 
if you have any like eye for like production value or 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 quality, you know, programming, it's it's excellent. I mean, the 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 set design, the costume design, the makeup department. That I'm a sucker for casting that looks like the people. I know you. The cool thing to say is like, oh, that doesn't matter. It's about the perform. It's fun when they look just like the people, and when they're yeah, giving good performances. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to sacrifice it for a good performance. You know, I don't want to hire someone who's not up to the job because they yeah. look like them more than someone who is up to the job. But they just nail both every time, and the 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 set design, the costume design, makeup, the casting, the performances, all excellent. They take a pretty boring topic and make it um, pretty entertaining. Uh, you know, I said this before. I mean, the show. I, I know a lot of people I could recommend it to that I think would think it was boring. Um, but I think, I think, uh, I, I end up a lot of moms like it. I, uh, my stepmom likes it. Uh, my mother-in-law likes it and kind of get carried away in conversation with them. So it'll be, um, a lot of fun. So if you're into it, check it out. Won't disappoint. Um, I also watched what if, uh, it, it, it might disappoint. Um, is it better than season one? Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe, I guess. I, it was such a damn chore to get through. It took me, I mean, it's not very long. I mean, it took me three weeks to watch it. I like could not. I mean, I, I, it, I'm I, not saying it's bad. I'm not saying, I mean, the animation style is somewhat good. The concept is there. I just, I can't emphasize how little interest I had in it every time I turned it on. Like how... A little also now not only that they made a, a couple of the episodes aren't even in english they 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 really started diving into like um you're not a subtitles uh, guy i am but not watching what if i don't want to watch an episode of what if like that's diving into um i mean i, I understand i appreciate the diversity and like the the culture inclusion and everything like that but like i I'm barely, I'm, I, I don't even want to, my, I'm looking at my phone more than I'm looking at the TV on this show. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not, I'm trying to get through it. It's just, I'm just trying to watch it. I was like that so with I, season one, man. I, I got about, I watched all of it. I watched all of season one, but it was tough. Now, there were a couple episodes I really did like. I liked the Hank Pym episode. The Doctor Strange episode I thought was fantastic. But other than that, it was kind of a, all over the place and then this season i you know i don't I, it's there's some I decent to it yet and then I, I, echo is still something that i i'm slogging through so yeah, I've, I've watched three episodes of echo um and it's it's okay it's okay i mean it's uh it's not bad. I think I've heard some people hate it. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, I, I was kind of out on it in the first 20 seconds when they were speaking sign language and the guy was like, he was speaking sign language like he was learning it or whatever. And then knew all these words. And then was like, wait, what's the word for man? <laughs> and it was like, man's what tripped you up. Like, you're like, you're having a full conversation. You're like the man loved his peaches. And then it was like, wait, what's the word for man? How about peaches? Don't say man. That's <laughs> a word you couldn't think of. Um, but, you know, what if uh, I, I mean, I, I'm like a completionist and obsessive about seeing it all and all the MCU stuff. I couldn't care less if I wasn't like that though. I, I not interested at all in it. Um, 
couple couple interesting parts. A lot of Agent Peggy Carter. I've had enough of her. I'm good. We don't need more people, Peggy Carter. A lot of people love Agent Carter, um, Captain Carter. Um, sure. But I, I like the character a lot, uh, but it seems like that's what the What If show is. It's Captain Carter. But uh, that's it for anything I've seen uh, on my own. Um, so I know we've got several things here that we've both seen that we can yes. get into some some good old fashioned Ben and Walker reviews. Um, and it, sh- you know, it should be stated that anything we talk about here, I think, should be spoilers. Anything that you and yeah, I, yeah, I think once we've both seen it, I mean, you know, when I think, you know, a lot of times we like to like say some stuff that one of us has seen just to just to give our thoughts on it. And we don't want to spoil it for the other person or the audience. But once, once we've both seen it, I think it becomes kind of our review for the episode, but we'll, we'll state it and we'll, um, warn you anytime it's coming. Yeah. Um, but you want to get started with leave the world behind. Let's do it. I, uh, I mean, so this, this kind of was the bird box of the season, wasn't it? Um, kind or, of, yeah. is it was called bird box. Bird box, yeah. I mean, it just kind of like it felt like everyone was talking about this for a little while. It just kind of popped off on Netflix for for a weekend, and then it kind of just it it went away. Kind of like my thoughts on it, you know. I I saw it, and then it kind of just went away. (laughs) This this movie to me is is very much like if someone put in like a, a couple of conspiracy theories, like conspiracy theories into chat GPT and we're like, Hey, create a story around this. And then they filmed it. That's what this movie was. Hmm. Like I, I did not find this movie to be even remotely interesting. I found it to be just frustrating and a series of ideas that aren't properly fleshed out. It's like if someone has an idea and goes, Ooh, this is a deep thing to explore. And I'm like, okay, but you got to explore it but they present so many things and they don't really flesh it out. It's just, it, it's a mess of a movie. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, I liked the movie. I enjoyed the movie. I thought that um, there was a lot of tension with it that was built and a lot of suspension. I love the cast. I like the performances. I love the set design. Um, I love the, the confusion that was happening and not sure what was going on, but I will say, I, I mean, I wrote in my review, it left me a little unsatisfied and I'm not necessarily talking about the ending. Um, no, no. Uh, which, which some people may feel unsatisfied from the ending, but I don't think that was the point of the movie. I, I don't think the point was to, to clear that up for you, but I mean, the deer thing, I mean, there's, there's a lot going on that I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, Screaming what was going the deer leave, leave. So um, stupid. but I did like the, the, concept and i liked the unfolding and it and i think i would have liked it more if it felt like there was definitely going to be another one or something to explain some more of it um oh, please no don't, don't maybe um, another one um but i i did have a good time with it uh sounds like i liked it a lot more than you did what grade would you um, give it would you give it like a must see go see it Rich no i'd good. give it a go see it um if i if i range it out of 100 I, i'm about a 78 out of 100 I, I would give it like a, like a 45, 40. Oh, wow. It's big. 
we're big di- we're way out we're way different yeah this um, is a skip maybe different. maybe i'll maybe i'll watch it again at some point see it i love marsala ali and i thought he was oh, yeah. he's great um, he's great in everything i thought he was really good i thought the performances were were good but yeah he just he's just unsatisfied by the by the story by everything yeah <laughs> outside of the performances yeah Um, you saw Maestro? I did. Just watched it. I watched it in pieces because I've had a busy couple weeks, so it was yeah. uh, hard for me to sit down and watch it in one go. Um, what I will say is that I think Bradley Cooper is one of the most talented people in Hollywood. It is unfair. It is not fair. It should be illegal for someone to be as talented of an actor and as talented as a filmmaker as he is. He is. We. I, I think he's one of those actors that we just take for granted how good they are. And he is incredible in this i think i think the performance that he gives in this is fantastic especially during the uh, the scene where he's conducting mm-hmm. it is amazing I, I got chills watching it it was fantastic there are some shots in here that he does as a as a filmmaker that are breathtaking the one shot of him running from in the beginning where he's running from his room to like the stage and the camera pans and it goes across and it goes right down to right center stage. Fantastic. I love that. I loved it. Um, I will say this though. I do like this movie. I don't love it. And I think the reason I don't love it is because it jumps around so much timeline wise. I don't feel that I got to know the characters that much and what made them tick outside of uh, uh, his relationship with his wife Mm -hmm. and the complexities that went into that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't, I think that that's my, my biggest drawback is I, I didn't really feel like I got enough on that side and enough on the emotional aspect of the story and, uh, uh, until the end um, where um, Felicia is diagnosed with cancer. And of course, that's a soft spot for me. Um, how they captured that is very authentic and uh, really got me i will say but up until that point it just felt like the movie was jumping around a lot um i will say carrie mulligan does a a wonderful job as she does in pretty much everything she's had um i thought she should have won the oscar for uh, promising young woman but what saltburn yeah she's good in saltburn she's not in it long (laughs) yeah she's good um yeah no I, i i like the movie a lot um i uh I liked it a lot. I, I agree completely about Bradley Cooper. I think he's one of the most talented actors out there. I also think he's an extremely talented director. Um, I I liked 
I was I liked the story about this very interesting person and his very interesting life. Um, I thought the use of music was incredible. Yeah, I thought how they used Bernstein's Bernstein's music was great. It was very cool. Um, I mean, even like the West Side Story. I mean, it was very, Mm -hmm. very cool how they like like inserted in there. Um, I thought costume and makeup was awesome. Uh, I thought I thought performances were great. I thought I thought Bradley Cooper was very good, and I thought um, Carrie Mulligan was fantastic. I and then so behind the camera, I thought Bradley Cooper exactly what you just said. That scene, you know, the overhead scene. Um, I thought he did some really interesting and cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like there, there's like a a, a a dance number in the in the beginning, and it feels kind of like it's kind of telling a part of a story. And it and it felt like this really cool way that he was gonna introduce. And then after that, it that kind of style stops to me. And it feels inconsistent on how he wanted to tell the story. So it was like, and, and when it stopped, I thought the direction was fantastic for the rest of the movie as well. Yeah. It just was different. Like it was like he direct, it's like, all right, we're going to direct this kind of movie this way. And it's going to be unique and interesting. And different big and bombastic and then it got smaller and more intimate. As the yeah, story gets yeah. smaller and more intimate, because it becomes yeah, maybe that maybe that's a little over my head, and it was better. It just to me, it felt maybe that maybe it's more nuanced and and than I am understanding. But it uh, but watching it, it felt like it felt like we're gonna tell this story this way, in this interesting, cool, fun, big way, and then it was like, uh, that's kind of taken a while or getting expensive or something. Let's go. I don't know. Like it almost felt like that watching it. And it, uh, so it felt inconsistent for me. That being said, I still have it as a must see. I will probably a low end must see. I've got 83 out of a hundred for a score, but I, um, I'd, I'd give it a go. See it a, a high. Go see it. Um, yeah. almost pushing on the, the must see. Uh, I wish that. And again, it's, playing on things really close to home for me but once you got to that part of the story i was hooked um but the rest of the story it didn't engage me as much emotionally for whatever reason um but i can still appreciate everything that bradley cooper's doing behind the camera it's just it is so crazy to me that he is maybe i'm crazy here I think he could be an even better director than he is an actor. Um, I think he's very talented. I think he's an incredible actor. Um, It's just, it's crazy. He, he he absolutely will. And he should, I think he is, he's phenomenal. I'm sure he, he will be, I think best actor is probably a three person race um, between Killian Murphy, uh, Paul Giamatti and him. Um, and I would not be shocked come uh, Oscar Sunday if he, he brings home that best actor Oscar. I thought, I thought he was really good. But uh, even as a director, I think he he's phenomenal, man. Uh, I'd give it a, like I said, a, a high go see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was it was an interesting movie to watch. Um, smoked a lot of cigarettes. A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. 
Yeah, now that you're saying that the direction, sh- I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm trying to think about it because it would be weird to film the third act, you know, once she's sick and stuff in like a funky way. But I don't know. It also kind of felt like he kind of became more fan. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I like the movie. I just had. I mean, these are nitpicks anyway. But um, yeah. I, I think he's very talented, and I think he's got a. He's really he's got some potential to really have a career. <laughs> he's got some potential. Uh-huh. Um, now masterpiece. We're gonna go. We're gonna move on to Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I want Tell your me thoughts, man. I want. You want I want me go first. Thought. I want your thoughts first. Uh, well, it's the DCEU's final movie, and it went out with a dud. Uh, this movie's trash. I thought it was terrible. Um, I, I thought the script was bad. Um, I, I've heard like the saving grace was, was it looked nice. I didn't even think it looked very good. Maybe I was just getting better and during the movie and not liking it. Um, I would be the only things to me that resembled like a good movie were the, was the occasional. And I'm, and I mean occasional cause it, it wasn't the same charming Momoa's Aquaman, the whole movie that I'm used to. I mean, the occasional charm from Patrick Wilson and Momoa that, that I enjoyed I didn't like it at all. I mean, I, I, it's so far into skip it category. It, it, it's, it's, I mean, I'm going to give you my, my score is 36 out of hundred. Okay. So it's not below Freddy versus Jason. It is not, it's not that low. And it's also not as low as, uh, um, the Maldives movie I watched, but, uh, it is lower in blue beetle. And, you know, I was kind of talking fair. to you earlier. I might need to rewatch blue beetle. I don't want to, but when I was ranking my movies for the year, it was like, that feels kind of low for that. Um, so maybe I was a little harsh on Blue Beetle. But this movie, fresh out of the theater. I mean, I was so ready for it to be over. Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> Just- <laughs> so I, I had an interesting experience going to see this movie. I went to go see it uh, opening night. And it was about 10 minutes into the movie. And the fire alarm went off. And had to exit the theater. Uh, turned out theater was okay. It was a false alarm. Everything was fine. But I ended up just going back home. I was like, oh, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll come back later. So I went back the next day. Went to see it. And I gotta be honest with you, man. You're gonna disagree with me hardcore on this, but I had fun with it. Like, to me, I think, you know, I've been asked, you know, what do you think about this movie, Ben? Like, what would you rank this movie? You being a a big DCU fan and this being the last movie and how does it compare to the first Aquaman? And I said, look, I love the first Aquaman. I think it is bonkers. I think it is ridiculous. And I ate it up. It is ice cream. It is chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream and it is delicious. And I love it. Um, this is off brand chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. I think if you love the first Aquaman, love to like the first Aquaman, I think you will find entertainment in this movie. I think it's not as good as that, but I think it's a solid follow up. Um, I think if you don't like the first Aquaman or you dislike it, yeah, you're going to hate this, which is why I think you hate it. Um, I also think, you know, I'm not trying to come up with excuses, but I think people were ready to take out their pitchforks for this movie because it's sure. the end of the DCEU. Um, I was. I know. That. I'll admit that. 
and they want to just unload on it, um, which I think is sometimes a little unfair. Um, I tonally, this movie's about like the first one. It really is tonally. It's about the same as the first one. Uh, the only difference in tone being that there's the one scene when they go up on the shore after Arthur's dad's house has been burnt down and they're all screaming like, no, like uh, that felt totally real and consistent and real bad. Um, but I thought it was fun. I thought it was a, a good time, uh, not as complete as the first movie, I don't think. But still like serviceable, still fun. I thought what carries this movie is the chemistry between Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson's awesome. I don't think he gets enough love. He is so underrated. And him as Orm, because he plays it so straight, is perfect. It's pitch perfect. I think he was Uh, the best part of the movie. Yeah, he's he's great. He got freaking jacked, dude. You got freaking yeah. jacked in this movie. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. It's not great. The script is cheesy as mess. Like if the script if, was probably my least favorite part about it. If Aquaman is the mummy, Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom is the mummy returns. Take of that what you will. I, mean, I enjoyed both those movies. Obviously, The Mummy's better. It's kind of a s- similar situation. Uh, two similar franchises in the sense that they are swashbuckling adventures. Um, I, I, I think if if you enjoy the first one, you'll enjoy this one. Um, yeah, I like that. Couple I, positive. I give it like a, a solid go see it. Now, I, the first one to me is a, it's a must see. But this one's, oh. this is a solid go see it. I, I, I don't think it's horrible. I don't think it's atrocious. I would put it above Blue Beetle. I would put it above uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it above The Flash, but it, it's solid. It's solid. Yeah, I, w- I mean, a couple positives. I mean, I thought the fight choreography was kind of cool. Yeah, the fight, um, fight choreography was great, I thought. Uh, I, Patrick Wilson, I think, was the best part of the movie. I just, I mean, the script, I, I really, it was hard for me to get up. I mean, I, I just rolled my eyes a lot. And um, yeah, I mean, Tamora Morrison's anything he said, I, did, I wasn't into it. It felt so. It's very gosh, I, I, I just I mean, and it was so like manufactured. I, I don't know. And uh, Black Manta's suit was kind of cool. I, I'm surprised I like it. I think I, I could see me just hating it so much. And part of me just thinks it's kind of cool. Well, Aquaman, Aquaman's a ridiculous character anyway. And like also like. The movie, I think, I don't know how much, how much money has Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom made now? Let me, let me look it up. Yeah, well, you look it up. But like, what's crazy to me is I think it's made the most out of any DCEU movie that's come out this year. It -hmm. made more than The Flash. And it made more than Blue Beetle. And it made more than Shazam. Uh, The first one made a billion dollars. I think if DC would not have announced that like, back in January of last year that they are essentially rebooting and these movies are just DOA. This movie would have probably done pretty well, which is still shocking to me, but it just proves, I think people like Momoa and they like him as his character. 
I mean, the first one grossed a billion dollars. It's like the yeah, worldwide, worldwide, we're at 373. 373. It mm-hmm. might, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it'll overtake, uh, I don't know if it'll gross 400 million, but which would be more than yeah. Black Adam. I mean, it, it just seems like it's, it's, it is, uh, it's just kind of, it's not it, the, the headline was it refuses to drown. <laughs> It's a good headline. <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Um, I mean, look, I don't, I don't think, I think as an end to the DCEU, it doesn't really work. But I think as a self-contained like Aquaman one, Aquaman two, it works as a very solid sequel. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I didn't hate well. Um. What do we have next on the docket? Ooh, Wonka. Wonka. Wonka was fun. I thought Wonka was a good time. Yeah, Wonka was a good time, man. I I thought it was charming. I thought it was heartwarming. The emotional stuff with, with uh Wonka and his mom was got me in the feels. Loved that. I love Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. Um I thought, you know, a lot of people look at that original Willy Wonka and they're like, there's an edge to Willy, you know, and it's like, and not really outside of like the the boat sequence. They're crap kids like they're mean kids, and he's like purposefully setting these kids up to fail so that the one good hearted kid. Will win. Uh, he's not murdering these kids. I don't understand where that that idea came from. I, I never got that feeling while watching the original Willy Wonka. And this is, you know, at the end of that movie, the original movie with Gene Wilder, he is this hopeful feel filled with like joy Willy Wonka, right? That's kind of what you get here with this Willy Wonka. He is hopeful. He's happy, um, charming. I thought the musical numbers worked really well. Um, Hugh Grant as the Oompa Loompa is top tier. Just (laughs) so he's not in the movie enough, I don't think. But when he is, man, it is. I was laughing my ass off. Um, I, I liked it. I, I had a good time with it. I, um, I like the original Willy Wonka. I, I rewatched all three or I rewatched the other two. I really like the other two as well. Like the original Um, and the Johnny Depp version. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the, the original, um, I don't think it's, you know, some, a lot of people have it as like a perfect movie out there. Some people think it's incredible, but I mean, I've got it high. I mean, I got it at a 90 out of a hundred. I think it's good. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's an all time movie and I loved the performance is maybe a perfect performance. I mean, it's, it's an all time performance in my mind. Um, and what's, what's so interesting about it is like, he, he's confusing. He, he just confuses you the whole time. Like you're not sure what's true and what's not and what's real. And then I, you know, I did a little research on it and it was saying, um, you know, he he like it was Gene Wilder's idea to do the cane part at the beginning where he does the somersault. Um, and yeah, 
he was like, because from that point on, you'll never know if I'm being serious or not, or telling the truth or not. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's well, he's sarcastic the entire movie yeah. until the And end. I love that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then I think it's great. I hate the Johnny Depp one. I don't like Johnny Depp one at all. I mean, I've yeah, I like it. it. I like it because it's very, very accurate to the book. So I don't, that's what I hear. Um, and, and that makes it kind of unfair for me to judge because, um, I, I'm not as, uh, I don't have ever read the book and I don't, I'm not familiar with the book and, uh, I don't really get it. I do like Johnny Depp's performance in it. I think he tries to make it its own thing and it, and he does, he's a weirdo, but I, I character's weird. Um, uh, but I, I mean, I don't like it. I have it at a 45. I mean, I, I think like the Oompa Loompa stuff is, is, is hard to watch. And the, um, like, it looks like a, like a, Oh, like an O-Town music video or something. Um, but I had a great time with Wonka though. I mean, I, 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 it's very magical and whimsical. It, it has like the power to make you feel like a child again. Um, I did like some of the musical numbers. I did not like all of them. Um, uh, but I did like a lot. I did like several of them. Um, Ch- Timothy Chalamet's awesome in it. It was feel good. I thought it nodded to the original without like being too overly mm-hmm. like reliant on it, making it its own thing. Um, I mean, the the imagination song kind of gives me chills when I hear it. Um, I. Uh, I had a great time with it. It was fun. I did too. I, I, I'd give it a must see. Like it's like a 83, 84. Yeah. I'm in a 78. I'm at a high, a high end go see it. But yeah, I think, I mean, I think, I mean, definitely a must see for a child. You know, it's always kind of, you know, I, I, I think it's yeah. quite good. I really enjoyed it. Um, Anatomy of a fall. I loved this movie. I did too, man. I, you know, this has been I saw the trailer and I was really hooked by it. And I just it was one of those movies that it kind of fell through the cracks. I didn't really think much of it. I kept kind of putting it off and then finally watched it. And the performances in this movie and the courtroom drama aspect of it was so enthralling. Like it it drew me in. And the movie's so smart and that you don't really know the truth of what what's going on until the kid starts to unravel it. You're kind of seeing it through his eyes. Um, and the kid's performance is just phenomenal. It is so, so good. He's incredible. Yeah. He, I mean, he needs to, I mean, he needs to explode. I hope he does. He's great. <laughs> yeah, like he, he is. He oh. is so good. Um, it's really like it. I love how this movie it, how it plays in the, the shades of of gray when it comes to to marriage and a relationship, and it, the way that it explores that and what happened throughout their marriage. Why did it start to crumble? Um, what's the insecurity with the, with, with their marriage, you know, and then you come to find out she's trying to like, especially in, in the case, trying to ultimately protect him really 
to not come across as a bad guy or make her child think of him as a bad guy. Cause he wasn't, he's just, he was, you know, troubled. Um, it, um, it, it, I loved it. I thought it, I thought the performances top to bottom all, I mean, um, Sandra Hall are incredible. I, I thought she was very, very good in it. And then, uh, Milo Machado, Graner, I don't, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, smoother than that, but he, he's, he's next level. He's fantastic. I mean, really, really, the entire cast. I mean, there wasn't a, a performance that I didn't thoroughly enjoy, um, throughout the entire thing. Um, the, I think, I think it respects its audience as well as any movie I've ever seen. It's yep. smart. It lets you just hang on for the ride and and do it. And the courtroom drama stuff. It's so interesting. Maybe it's the foreign aspect of it. And, you know, it's a different style of, of, of trial than we're necessarily, you know, you see a million times, but it was less, I don't want to say dramatic, uh, less like over the top done, done like kind of, uh, yeah. of trial. And it let the, the, the subject matter and the dialogue and the performances create the drama. And it yeah. let it like it somehow I couldn't look away from the screen. I was so drawn into it the whole time. And it, it didn't have to. It's so cool how like, you know, so many movies, especially American made movies, you, you, they go over the top to captivate the audience from the get go. And like, what tricks can we use to get people's attention? What can we do to hold people on while this just relied on a great script? and great subject matter and great performances and, and just the material is what like, it's an incredible script. And won the the golden globe. Yeah. Yeah. It won the gold, which I know no one likes the golden globes, but like it's an incredible script. The thing is it's tight. There's no wasted breath or dialogue in it. It, it, like you said, it trusts its audience to be, uh, to be able to dissect the material that they're given. And it is riveting. Yeah. Also love the use of language. I thought that was the mm-hmm. coolest, most relevant use. I mean, it's about half French, half English, maybe not quite half, but it, it, it uh, it was cool how they like use that in the movie. I, I just loved it. I, that just made it, it made it feel so authentic and so good. And then you're like, you said, you don't know, you don't know the answer the whole time. I mean, it's, it's, um, I had a really good time with this and, uh, I really did not know anything going into it. Like you said, with past lives, I, I knew it was getting hype. I knew it was, I knew it was, uh, well-regarded was all I had. And, uh, just, uh, the cover, the poster kind of reminded me of Fargo. Um, a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Yeah. Definite must see for me. Definite Same. must see. This, I mean, this is a high must see. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm at a 93 out of 100 right now. I mean, I it's 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 all my. I mean, it's we'll see, but it uh, very good film. I I loved a lot about it, and 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 talking about it right now has kind of got me jazzed up wanting to watch it again. Yeah, it, it, um, I will never listen to PAMP the same way. Oh, I know that was such an interesting song to choose too. Because what was funny is like at the beginning, um, uh, you know how you like start a movie a few minutes too soon, 
mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, I'm not quite, I need to pause. I'm not quite ready. I'm not, you know what I mean? And like, you're, you're still like doing a couple things and you got to rewind some parts, every, especially when a lot of it's in another language. Um, Cause you have to pay close attention. And like, that's so, the beginning PIM, you know, the, the steel drum version of PIMP plays a blast. And I kept having to rewind it. And eventually the house was just like, dude, I mean, how much times are you going to play that song? Like, I just kept playing it over and over. And I was like, little did you know, we're going to hear it several, several more times. I heard it about a thousand times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's awesome. Great, great, great. Film. Great. Um, film, yeah. And lastly, I. Uh, another banger, I think we're going to have to end it on uh, the Iron Claw. Yeah, man. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on this, man. Like we talked about it a little earlier, right? Like this is like one of those movies where it was like one of our most anticipated movies of the year. You and I both grew up being uh, wrestling fans. Um, We were big wrestling fans. Um, So I I was pumped for this because I love uh, wrestling and Zac Efron is one of our favorite actors, you know, he's one of those guys that I'm always championing. Like, just like this guy is so good and you don't even know it. Like he, he is so, so good. I just wish he had a better agent so he could get better work, uh, better movies to be able to show off his talent. Cause I, I think there is so much untapped ground when it comes to him as an actor. Of course you have Jeremy Allen white coming in here as well. You have the uh, other actor from, uh, Oh my God. What was he in? He was in last year's uh, Oscar movie as well. I'm forgetting the name of the movie. Um, the boat movie where people are vomiting for like 20. Oh, minutes. triangle of sadness. Thank you. Yeah. Triangle. Of sadness. Tri- tri- he's, he's, he's in that. Yeah. I love triangle sadness. That makes one of us. Sorry. Um, but no, <laughs> I, I, I was really pumped for this movie. I thought the trailers looked phenomenal. Obviously, the physical transformation. Zach Efron's always jacked, but he gets like another level of jack. There are shots in this movie, like the opening shot, where you just see him crawl out of bed and just chest squeezed together, and it's like his veins are popping out. And you're like, dude, are you like dieting for like a bodybuilding show right now? What's going on here? <laughs> like you, you look stage ready. Um. <laughs> But I was pumped for this movie and I went to go see it like a couple days after Christmas and dude, I loved it. I I loved it so, 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 so much. Um, This might be my my new favorite movie of the year. Um, I love this movie for many reasons, but one of the main reasons is that it explores the beauty of family and sometimes the ugliness of family as well. And to another degree, it also explores, you know, that brotherhood or siblinghood. You know, I feel like even if you're, you're, you're two sisters, you can relate to this or your brother and a sister, you can relate to this, you know, that bond that you have with your siblings, you, you know, I very fortunate. My brother is like my, my best friend. You know, I, I love him to death. I love my sisters too. I'm very close with them. 
I uh, think a lot of them, you know, and we grew up really, really close. And, you know, there's always some, there, it explores the, the complexity of siblinghood. And, you know, even though their father puts them on the, well, you're my favorite here, you're my favorite now, but that can always change. You never get a sense <laughs> that they hate each other, right? They love each other and they support each other, but there is that competitiveness between them. And I think all siblings can, can really relate to that. But even below that, there is an exploration of what it means to, to be a real man in this movie. Obviously, it, it discusses, you know, toxic masculinity, all that stuff. Right. But it's a little even a little bit more than that. It, it you know, what it is to to be a man. It's not about, you know, how much you can take. It's about, you know, how much you can take, but also realizing that and handling it and handling your emotions in a proper way and not letting them kill you not holding it in it's you know it's not being a man is not how much you can hold in it's about dealing with your emotions and 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 handling them in the best way and best way possible for your mental health and not holding it in and not holding those feelings in because as a man we're often taught you know hold your feelings in be a man be strong but strength is not about how much you can take real strength is realizing where the problem is and handling it. Right. And that movie's kind of, this movie's really about that. Um, and for that reason alone, this movie, man, it hit me. It hit me so hard. It, it really, really did. Um, I thought this was a, a, a special movie for those things, but even looking past those things, the performances, Zach Efron, it is a crying shame. He's getting no love in the uh, awards season. None. But he should be. He gives the best male performance of the year. He does. I think he he easily gives the best male performance of the year this year in terms of best actor. I think he he simply gives the best performance. I think he's better than uh, Killian Murphy. I think he's better than uh, Paul Giamatti. I think he's better than Bradley Cooper. Um, I think he is absolutely flawless in this movie because there's so much complexity in his performance. There's so much that he's having to do in this role. Um, I think the, the, the story's beautiful. The use of music is great. That song gonna live that way forever. The needle drops is phenomenal. Um, outside of that, you have, you know, um, Tom Sawyer play which mm-hmm. that plays it, it got me pumped up and ready to go jeremy allen white's amazing in this movie too um thought he was really good there's just there's so much to this movie it is a dark movie it is depressing like it is so sad but yet there's this hopefulness to it at the end you know, it's not so much the the family curse as much as it is the generational trauma that the son breaks, right? And it, it's beautiful in the way that it does it, and how you know his wife is his his 
strengths because what if he didn't have her you know like the the movie puts a lot on her at lily james does a phenomenal job in this too being that that person of strength for zach efron uh kevin von eric right it's kevin von eric I believe it's kevin. oh yeah yeah it's yeah, like everyone's given yeah. um that he plays it's phenomenal i i i could go on and on and on and on about this movie man but i i was floored by it emotionally and i absolutely loved it i loved it too i mean i think you you said a lot of it very well i i you know you like you said we we're both wrestling fans growing up i think you were probably a bigger wrestling fan than i was in terms of this types of this type of wrestling i yeah. i uh i i mean i had a good four-year period um maybe 2001 to 2005 or something in that range that I liked it a lot. Um, so at, definitely after this time, um, uh, way, way after. Um, and I, I, I wasn't even familiar with this family at all. I didn't know them. Were you familiar with the family? Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I, I got into wrestling when I was young because I loved movies. I heard the rock was going to be in the mummy returns. So I was like, all right, he's a wrestler. I got to get in, get into it. My, my uh, childhood best friend, Andrew Horton got me into it and I got out of it. And then I got right back into it when probably around 2006 or I, I was around 12. And that's when I started to get like really invested in it. And that's when I found out about the Von Ericks and um, the incredibly unfortunate thing that happened to that family. Things. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, plural. I wasn't overly familiar with the family, um, but 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 I was moved the whole movie. I mean, the movie's very emotional. Um, it was uh, it's heartbreaking. It's tragic. The whole the whole story, and I mean, and they. I hope. I mean, I, I believe the Von Erichs. You know, I think Kevin is a fan of the movie. Yeah, he is. I think he, he thinks to it's, it's told well. I mean, it seems like it did it justice. I. Uh, um. Did I hear right? Is there another brother that wasn't? They just didn't. They couldn't get into the movie. Yeah, they they. There's another brother, um, who I think spiritually they kind of tell the story a little bit, but they don't really. Um, he was the youngest brother. He didn't feel as if he would he could be able to do, or or at least in the the documentary that I watched, like it doesn't feel, he didn't feel like he could be as good. So he kind of fell into depression and, you know, um, they, they gosh. thought it was too, too much. I mean, that's, it's, that's gosh, it is too much. It's already too much. I mean, I don't yeah. mean, I mean, the movie's phenomenal, but it, it, that's, that's, that's unbelievable. Um, yeah, Zach Efron's incredible in it. I love Jeremy Allen White in it. Holt Macklin, he's good in it too, and I like him. Not just because his name's Holt. Um, he's good in Mindhunter. Um, he's so good as a dad because he's not. You never get a sense that he he dislikes his children at all. He loves his kids, but he's and he's not like abusive physically, but emotionally, yeah. It, like what, okay. he, what he plays, he, he plays that complex role well, um, and um, you know, there's so much emotion. You know, Zac Efron does a lot of acting with his eyes, and and which is always a a, a top skill. And all of them, really, you know, Jeremy Allen White too. Like the the whole, 
I mean, even the, the, the parts of the movie of like David skipping over Kevin and then, and then Carrie skipping over Kevin, like, like just like the skipping over Kevin in terms of who's next, who's the next contender, just the way they handle that's acted so well too. Not, not even the, the, the big thematic tragic scenes that, you know, they all show up for on those days too, especially Zac Efron, but the, the little in between stuff too, with the eyes and the, uh, the, the I'm hurt, but I've got to, I've, this is my fan. I'm just so conflicted and you can like feel it. And I'm hurt, really but I'm well going to support my brother kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm jealous. I'm hurt. I'm pissed, but I'm gonna, you know, do what my dad says. I'm going to support my brother, whatever it like, at least just so much going on at once. And he somehow like is able to grab all of that. The, um, the two scenes to- that got me the most in the movie is the, when, um, Carrie kills himself, he commits suicide mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. uh, he had called Kevin and, and Kevin's like, you just stay there. And then, you know, I'll be, I'll be there. We'll, 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 we'll do something together. And then he calls his dad and his dad's like, well, he called you, you handle it. And he's like, well, just take care of him for me, you know, until I get there. You could sense the frustration starting to build. And then when he sees what happened after he hears the gunshot, that frustration boils over and he says, you said you were going to protect him. And then like, he just God, takes him down and starts like strangling him, And you just sense that frustration. And then he goes, picks up his brother and carries him down to like the, the dinner table. And then it transitions into like, what could come across as like cheesy, but even talk about it now, it makes oh, me really emotional. emotional where it's, he has both his legs now and he's, he's jumping up and uh, he goes to meet his brothers. And dude, I was quietly sobbing to myself when he does that or when it shows that. And then at the end too, when he's sitting uh, crying and he's watching his two, Kevin is sitting uh, and he's watching his two sons play. God, dude, it, it got me, man. Like he, he's like, it's okay. Uh, you know, a man shouldn't cry. And then they're looking at him like, it's okay, daddy. You can cry. We cry. <laughs> we cry all the time. And he's like, you know, I just, I used to be a brother and we'll be oh, your brother's man. daddy. Like, dude, I was like, so- I'm even holding back emotions right now. I was sobbing. I was. Cause again, it goes back to that. Like, what makes you a quote real man is showing emotion, right? It's not holding it in. You don't want to hold that in because that's it's not good for you. And that this movie is it's that's essentially the message of the movie. I agree. I agree with everything you've said. I think the last um let's call it the last twenty minutes of the movie or so. Um everything from Carrie to the brothers to the brothers in the yard um all of it very well done very emotional very well performed um 
hard to watch the 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 explosion on you know Kevin on his dad when he, like what I when I told you what to do or whatever. Yeah. Um I was like grinding my teeth in the like I was I was like like when he was like jumped on on his dad to like like they was he grabbing his neck. Yeah, he like was strangling like, him. He like threw him. I was like him. I was like squeezing my fist and like bite it, clenching my teeth in the theater. Like, yeah. like I was so, I was so mad. And, and uh, like, uh, and it just really, it like, like, uh, I don't know. That was the, the impact, the power it had. I mean, I was, I was like jumping out of my seat, kind of like just pissed off and then, then emotional. Um, gosh, great movie. I mean, definitely. I mean, I, I without, it's like without a, a doubt, it's like a 98 for me. Like th- this is a, yeah. a a ninety eight for me. This is a must see. The only thing I did not like about this movie was the Ric Flair promo. Um, <laughs> but once he got in the ring, and then especially after the match, I thought it was terrific. Did you not think it was? It's hard. It looked like him or it, to sound like it's, him. It's hard to capture Ric Flair like that. That is really really hard to do. Um. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't do it. I mean, there's only one. Um, and I, I just don't think the, the performance was that good, which is weird because um, the other wrestler that's in it. Oh my God, man, I'm blanking on his name. The sheet? Harley Race. Oh. Harley Race. Thought the guy who did him was, was really good, but. That's my only downside. I got, movie. I got it as must see. I, I mean, right now I have it a ninety. I, I want to see it again. I want to see it again. I mean, I, I um, yeah, I want to. I want to show this movie to Carly. Immediately leaving the movie, um, was like that's that's one of that's my favorite movie I've seen in in a in a month or so. I mean, it was it was really really liked it. Like, I mean, and it was definitely. I mean, immediately I knew it was one of the best movies of the year. It's going to be in my top five. For sure. Hmm. For sure. Um, speaking of, what are we doing next week? Next week, uh, speaking of top five, uh, I know most people have already given their their top ten movies of the year, uh, of this previous year, 2023. Um, but we kind of give ourselves some time to catch up on some of these movies because we don't live i know what do they do like we we also have other things going on how do these people watch all these movies i mean first of all everyone's waiting for like recency bias for the oscars so anything good we're not going to release until december 1st and then we're going to release 45 oscar contenders Mm -hmm. in in december it's hard to watch them all it's hard i mean i can't and 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 they're also playing in four theaters in the country yeah so now i'm gonna have to go all in la all in (laughs) new york yeah so like we we haven't even seen two of the biggest oscar contenders which is um Poor things. Poor things, and uh, see the other one, Jeffrey Wright. American fiction. American fiction. Still haven't seen those. We can't see them. No, because they're not playing anywhere fucking close to us. It's annoying. I mean, give, let me buy them. I mean, I, I'm. It's just not. It just sucks that like it's not. It's nowhere. I mean, and there's some other stuff that I haven't seen, but I mean, you know, we. I at least want to knock out like the big, the ones that I am guessing could make their way into my top ten. Yeah, I. 
we will be making our top 10 next year or next year. We will next week. Um, we'll be doing our top 10. I'm excited. I'm, I'm pumped. I, I, am too. I have like, <coughs> excuse me. I have my top seven are pretty much locked, but there will be some there. I, I can see where there will be some moving around. I just like doing top 10 lists because at the end of the year, because they're fun to look at as time capsules because mm-hmm. they're going to change. They're going to change minus like a couple. Yeah, that, that, that <clears> makes <throat> sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I went through, I mean, luckily I'm keeping up with all of mine on letterbox um, where I, I'll, I'll put their rating and stuff. So I was able to just kind of copy them down and, uh, and, and put them in order. And then I just recheck them. Like, does that make sense? Cause you know, I rate a movie in March, you know, I rated a 94, maybe I'm excited. And then I come back in December and I rate something else in 91 and I'm like, Oh, that's way better than that. I got to rethink that, you know? So, I mean, it makes you revisit it and think it, but it doesn't matter. It's all for fun. Um, but I, I love, I love a good list. It is a good time cap. So that's a great point. Um, maybe in a few years we'll do a, we'll do a draft for top, 2024 2023 movies and be able to cheat off our list no but uh you got anything else for us nope i am all tapped out man well i guess that does it for this week but thank you all so much again for uh listening if you're hearing this on spotify or apple Podcasts, thanks for watching if you're catching us on youtube be sure to like and subscribe for more movie talk each week let us know in the comments down below what did you think of the iron claw wonka Saltburn. Um, anything to finish up the end of the year. Have you caught up on the 2023 movies? Uh, but with that said, it's been Ben and Walker, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>